1: I can't even do the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who are you, Rachel? Today on the podcast, I have Rachel Breton. Start
0: over. Start from the beginning.
1: What is it again?
0: Hi and welcome to a brand new episode of the Yoga Girl Podcast. Okay.
1: Hi and welcome to a brand new episode. (laughs) I can't
0: do it. (laughs) What's wrong with you? It's literally one sentence. You
1: keep serious staring at me. This is a proof that I can never do my own podcast. Hi, and welcome to another episode. (laughs) Okay, let's cut this one. Hi, and welcome to a brand new podcast episode.
0: (laughs) Wait, do you want a teleprompter? Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) Hi, and welcome to a brand new episode of Yoga Girl Podcast conversations from the heart today on the show i have with me the host of the show actually but i guess i got to start the show today for a very important reason
0: <laughs> even with a teleprompter you miss a word
1: <laughs> i know for probably did i miss a word yes. for most of you who uh, probably are getting the clean version of this this is my uh, ninth try trying to do the intro <laughs> and direct proof that i could never host my own podcast show People
0: always ask why can't dennis have his own show dennis needs his own podcast <laughs> this, this is uh, this, talking
1: is hard <laughs> it is
0: all right everyone welcome to the show welcome to the show so today I, I you guys know i had dennis on the show last week already you've never been on the show two weeks in a row whoa whoa such an honor do you feel do you feel special Super special. You 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 are very special.
1: I don't know <laughs> what are you trying to imply with that.
0: <laughs> that you are a special special man. Okay. So I decided to bring Dennis on the show today because we've had a shit show of a week. Not um, an easy week. Hasn't been a hasn't been a fun
1: week. No, it's not the. Even though we're <laughs> laughing in the beginning, but it doesn't feel like the 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 jolliest. Uh, of podcasts or <laughs> of weeks
0: i think it's a good representation of our relationship though because you keep making me laugh every day which is
1: i have a hard time taking things serious yeah
0: i married well i think
1: you think so we yeah. did get really good news today even on and the even but maybe they the... haven't announced that no yet, we so can't say can't... anything but it's been uh definitely like a ray of sun in a dark week
0: yeah we're not pregnant <laughs> every time someone else say, might be someone else might be every time we ever say we have good news we have to do the disclaimer that we're not pregnant okay so yeah this uh, this uh, this podcast episode is really 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 hard to record <laughs> literally before dennis started doing nine variations of the intro to this show i was debating like let's cancel it we canceled the podcast for this week we don't have to do it it feels really heavy to sit here and share anything but I know a lot of you guys listening have been following some of the developments online. A lot of you guys listening have been really worried about me or about us. And I know you have a lot of questions and it would be really bizarre and absurd to not touch on what's going on. So um, I already decided for the title of this podcast and the title for this podcast is Cancel Yoga Girl. This week I w- I was canceled. Yeah. How? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's true
0: how do we feel how do we feel about that
1: uh, well <laughs> can you ask anyone in their career who got canceled how they feel about it <laughs> like i'm sure it's something that's not so nice we're oh. in a we're in a very uh this uh, age we're in right now it's a call out age which is a good time like a lot of times when uh, something happens you call people out and they fix it and it comes to light and that's that's a great uh, it's a great way to fix things rapidly, you know, to fix things great. But there's always a, there's always a way of uh, there's a limit. There, well, you can call out, but you cannot harass and abuse and threaten, and that's the and it's not a tin line at all. It's not like calling out and harassment. There's a tin line there. It's not at all, Mm-mm. and uh, and I guess that's what this show is about.
0: Yeah. So speaking from the heart right now how are how are you doing
1: I'm personally okay I'm uh, I <laughs> I wish I can speak on your behalf but I can't but uh, I'm okay I've had of course had way better weeks
0: is this not one of the hardest things that ever happened to you
1: I, I don't know if I can say that I'm sure it is for you but you've been in the spotlight about this. Um, it's been really tough on the family it's been really uh, it's been really hard it's been a immense of an eye-opener an incredible uh, learning lesson and then like to just see who uh, who you think your friends are people that you have been like that you've known for 20 plus years and uh, they uh, they just follow the flock without context without knowing without any any fact check people that have my number that doesn't even text like hey holy shit is this true like you know not even that courtesy and then for me that was a huge eye-opener i think uh, we've we've had close friends that had to unfollow like 150 plus people on their own platforms just in just in respect to us i guess or in in uh, to defend us because they don't share the same point of view and that's one thing, you. we can always disagree on different point of views. Everyone has their own opinion, that's not a problem. But to, uh, I don't know man, to harass, to threaten, to post a picture of a three-year-old online, I think that, I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's a limit. Yeah, and we're going to start from the beginning and kind of share the story. But speaking from the heart right now, me. So today we are recording this, it's Tuesday. Everything that went down kind of started Friday evening, became a thing Saturday morning. So we have like, I mean, Saturday and Sunday were the, the worst. Saturday and Sunday together were, were the worst. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the cherry on top of the shittiest year of all time. But for me, definitely the, the scariest experience of my life. I've been through a lot of weird and terrible and hard shit in my life. Nothing really compares to this. Also because it's been such a shock, I guess. And today it's Tuesday, I went for a run this morning, already yesterday evening, I made a joke about it, which was like um, with a friend and I caught myself like, oh, it's been like two days and I'm, o- I'm already like able to take a moment to distance myself a little bit. You've been making a lot
1: of jokes. Uh, from the get-go, I've been <laughs> making get-go. a lot of jokes. I started making my own memes, but I, I'm not releasing them to the public because...
0: then <laughs> it's making his own memes and printing his own shirts. <laughs> <laughs> But in, for, sarcasm. in sarcasm sarcasm, but, uh, but I mean you are like a little it's it's different of course this relates to all of us you're my husband we're a family but it's different when it's 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 not directed toward you I'm
1: not no yeah so I all. think
0: that's the difference but today for me I mean I went for a run this morning I am uh, taking a few days completely off all like I canceled all my meeting my meetings all my work this week and just I'm trying to anchor into my body as much as I can so that I don't like jump off a cliff or something because that's what i felt like saturday and sunday but let's start from the beginning yeah
1: yeah i just wanted to add to what you just said that
0: yeah you're it, the host you
1: <laughs> it is tuesday uh we're recording us on tuesday midday and every single day every single hour there is new development so maybe, it might,
0: maybe we don't even want to release this podcast maybe by friday fr-
1: maybe by friday <laughs> we're uh we're in the government of the island or maybe we're living in somewhere in alaska so yeah. uh
0: uh, it literally can go any direction things can be wonderful and really great come friday things can be much 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 worse it hasn't been a linear experience of think getting bad getting bad and then you know in a successfully (laughs) successive (laughs) in swedish i forget the word in english progressively getting better no it's been worse better worse better so who knows but um yeah hopefully you guys are listening to this on a friday and things are better in our lives but Just to give some context, so basically what happened is I had a little faux pas (laughs) and said something really clumsily online that blew up in a in an un- undescribable way that no one could have really uh, expected. And it's interesting because you and I were, we, we, we recorded the podcast of last week.
1: It's Yeah, it's basically what we talked about last week.
0: What we spoke about last week. And I had people now, like Jess is downstairs now playing with Leia. I was like, hey, I just listened to yours and Dennis's podcast yesterday. Like the whole show is about protecting Aruba and how can we support the economy of Aruba and bring more people here and like really just navigating this conversation in a really positive way. The way we have been talking about this in a positive way and doing so much over these past couple of months. So <laughs> how it kind of went from there is we've been involved in, and in I think what, what has been at least for us, the most personal, personally challenging experience of all of this is, is navigating the conversation around Leia having to be forced to wear a mask. And it was kind of funny because you had what, a week ago, we talked about this on the podcast. You posted a photo of her wearing a mask and people lost their minds. Oof. It was like a whole big thing. And then this was before we had all these new cases in Aruba. We currently have how many cases?
1: As of Tuesday, I think we have 520 or 550. I... I don't don't like quote me on that, but it's yeah. five hundred and plus active cases.
0: Right, like when I said it was four hundred cases total because there was two hundred and ninety cases active. People were calling me a liar and, and things like that.
1: <laughs> they were calling you a liar, and then the same day, hundred new cases came, came and then, then it, we it, it were was over four hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, immediately. But, but
0: um, so th- tell me about that graph, like the amount of cases per capita. Yeah, I. I <laughs> Again. We need to fact check this.
1: We need to fact check. But and, in terms uh, of a wave and please, a spike. Please don't quote me so I get canceled by the next week. <laughs> but from... Dude,
0: there's nothing that could possibly happen to you that that could add to this. I like, don't know, man. On.
1: I saw a lot of new shit going down this week that I thought I've never <laughs> seen in my life. But I've I seen a picture that has the New York Times title in it. So I'm assuming it's a legitimate. And it says that Aruba at the moment... As of, I think, Sunday, had the most cases per capita in the world.
0: Mm. So in terms the, of spikes, like yeah. the spike we're seeing here is bizarre, absurd, crazy compared to the size of our island.
1: We went from, I think, five local cases, active cases to five five something now, yeah. right now. And it in is a very short time. And within matter a week, of days, not even seven yeah, days passed yet. It hasn't yet.
0: even been a week, yeah.
1: And uh, as of Tuesday, but uh, it can get worse. It can get better. Like we had like two or three days of like a huge spike right, that was right. over a hundred. But in all uh, fairness, this island, this island of a hundred thousand uh, people population has been testing about 900 to 1,000 tests a day. A day. Yeah, it a lot of testing. Which is incredibly So it's also very high. hard to comp- compare. People yeah. are
0: saying that, you know, Sweden didn't get a second wave because Sweden has... Sweden didn't test. Sweden is not testing. No. Yeah, You get a test in Sweden if you're like on your deathbed or if you really... If you're sick. No, or if you have private healthcare and you ask and pay for one yourself. But Sweden is not conducting, you know, nationwide no. testing. But anyway, so we have this huge, huge spike going on right here. And... For us in our family, the biggest thing that's been ongoing for like a year past is that Leia's starting this beautiful, beautiful school <laughs> that we are so excited about. She's starting Montessori. It's the most personal, sweet, intimate place where there are home visits, and we've been visiting the school tons of times. It's basically like her Disneyland. You know, we've be really been building up this school for a long time. I've been so excited that she's going to have a this beautiful, natural, organic environment to to grow in, and it's a, it's a beautiful community. And then, so this school decided to, you know, and everybody has their own reasonings and is doing the best they can with all the information that we have. And I'm, I'm not judging anybody for any decisions ever. And I think we we spoke about this in the podcast last week too, that if you know, everyone's debating does wearing a mask help or not? Is it tyranny? Is it you know? It's so controversial that if there is a chance that by by by, by wearing a mask you're gonna make this go away faster, then fuck, wear a mask. It's not that hard. What's been really challenging for me is forcing the masks on young children who, in my point of view, are not old enough to, to communicate if they're having a hard time breathing, if they're communicating, if they're very uncomfortable. And also, most importantly, the topic of, of making children even more vulnerable to abuse, which is a conversation that I am immersed in 24-7 on this island and have been for the past two years. So they are deciding to, 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 to mandate or to, to, to enforce um, a mask rule at the school. Now, the government has said that no child under 13 has to wear a mask. And if that gets stricter, I think it's going to go to children ages six and up. For me, it's been a, a huge trigger, trigger point, really. And I had to talk about this with my therapist. Like It's such a big deal for me, the idea of Leah being forced to wear a mask all day at such a young age. It's such a big thing to not be able to communicate that if something is wrong. And she's the type of kid who would, if we say here's something you have to do, she's going to do it, you know, and she's not going to second guess or question or maybe even communicate if something is wrong, right? Especially in a new environment where she doesn't know the teachers yet and she probably is not going to trust the space yeah. immediately. And then in Aruba, you know, you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, and I think it's a, it's like shocking to me that so many Arubans are, are shocked by me talking about this because we have literally have a foundation that's dedicated two and a half years to one single cause on this island, which is sexual abuse and physical abuse toward children. And we poured, I don't know how much money into this foundation employed two people full time for two and a half years working on this. We spent a year and a half on research, interviewing every single healthcare specialist, social worker, every organization, the police, the hospital, I mean, we've been to conferences, we've been to, you know, talking to UNICEF, we've been doing everything, you know, in our hands, up to the point of, you know, getting calls when there are severe cases of abuse on the island when people need help.
1: And helping. And helping,
0: <laughs> and providing housing, and, and, and feeding, and, and taking care of, of, of families, you know, on the run from a predator. Like, we've, we've been doing this for a long time. And I was thinking about this the other day also, like how this is, of course, I think it's impossible to be immersed in such a heavy topic and not be emotionally affected. Like, of course, just, you know, when we get a call saying that there's a four-year-old at the hospital for rape by her grandfather. And they know that family. No one's going to report it because it's an embarrassment to the family. That's how the...
1: The the hospital are not... They're not... There's no obligation to report or I'm not sure if they're allowed to report. They tried
0: to change it. As far as I know, it was supposed to be...
1: But only a direct contact can report it.
0: Right. So a parent or a guardian of the child can report abuse toward that child. But there's no obligation. So if yeah, a child comes in and needs literal trigger warning for everybody but surgery after having been raped as a toddler the hospital does not have to report that to the police and it's not
1: allowed to it doesn't no, they
0: are allowed they, they, they cannot take it they can't receive the report they'll say oh you have to send the parents but what if the parents are complicit or the actual abuser yeah. it's such a complicated thing
1: yeah I don't want to go too deep into this either, no no or, but it's important but to go
0: deep into this because that's I'm
1: saying that we're such a small community that, right. that, is that a, uh, that's the problem everybody knows each other right? and every time there is a family member trying to protect a family member right but and that's this why is, this
0: is a bigger issue here the, than in other places yeah
1: so. and a lot of people don't understand and I was one of those people myself because i've been always been hidden from it as a local i never knew about this i see like some pedophilia march i'm like oh someone in their family got had an issue, you know. I'm like, I saw it, yeah. but you don't think too much of it.
0: Most countries don't have quarterly marches against pedophilia. Just FYI for everybody listening, it is a huge, huge issue in Aruba, and it has been also because of laws and structure and it's, in it's, it's, unwillingness to to have a sentencing that's appropriate for child abuse. Yeah, it's mostly like about that.
1: structure and law. And I know that there is a, a great group of people here working very hard to change that yeah, structure,
0: including us, including yeah. Yoga Girl Foundation. Now we had to put all Yoga Girl Foundation on pause when covid hit because we couldn't afford to keep the organization running anymore but we already had a family justice center in process even the a a government arm or the the center of development of aruba even went to sweden to model this project that we're doing in aruba from a system that works really well in sweden called a barna hus which is like a safe space for kids to go after abuse has been has has come to light so it's been it's been a lot of this anyway, this conversation. And then for me over these past couple of months, and I haven't spoken so much about this publicly because it is so controversial. And I also have been mindful of, you know, the most important thing is that, is that we get this virus under control, that we can all have some sort of normalcy, right? So anyway, so a couple of things about the, about the mask. So and this is, you know, from, from all of my own research, this is also my own community globally and Everyone is going to have different points of views. And, and the point is, we all got to do what we got to do in our communities to, 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 to get a hold of this virus. Like, that is the most important thing. I understand that. But for me, the idea of, of children this young having to have their faces covered, especially when we know that there are an, a disappropriate amount of abuse happening, is not okay with me. So covering children's faces, not being able to tell them apart, all children looking alike, increases the, the, the ability for a predator to take advantage and makes it much, much, much harder for, children to keep, for teachers to keep track of the children or to know if a child is missing. So to me, it's like, you know, and people can say, well, how likely is that? And yeah, I mean, unfortunately, in Aruba, quite likely. And it, to me, it seems unnecessary for children that young who are going to poke their no- noses and take the mask on and off and refuse it and touch their face. And, you know, how likely is it to even prevent that kind of spreading? We don't know. And there's something in me. It's like my whole being resists Leia being forced to wear a mask, especially since the government hasn't said that we have to do it, right? If the island of Aruba decides this is island wide. We got to do it. This is the only way. Okay. Then I can choose. Does my child have to go? She's only three. Maybe she stays home with us. So anyway, this has been on my mind a lot. This is one, one point. And then the second point is if this continues getting worse, spiking like this, we are going to face an inevitable second shutdown. Like,
1: the, the, airlines the airlines are already canceling Airlines
0: are canceling Aruba. Like big airlines are now not traveling to Aruba anymore with a second shutdown. And this has been proven statistically. You can look this up in any country that when children are forced to stay at home, they don't have the chance to go to school or go to daycare anymore. The children who are already facing physical or sexual abuse at home, those cases are going up by like threefold fivefold tenfold also because the abusers are normally at work or somewhere separated from the child by what's happening in the day
1: the, the second point is a worldwide this issue. is a worldwide issue yeah. yes
0: and we know already they called us like this was the second month of shutdown they called us with so many new cases so many new reports of child abuse happening at home because everybody no one has anywhere to go so of course if normally the, the children get a moment of res- reprieve by being away from the person who's abusing them now they're locked in a house with them all day long so it's awful so I'm sharing this now because this is where my brain has been over the past two weeks in this conversation this is where my mind is my heart is is in fear in worry thinking about the children who are already facing this here and globally everywhere thinking about my own daughter being forced to to, to cover her whole face in a new environment in a part of the island that's so far away that you know it's also it's it's for me it's about trust you know like, I don't know that area. It's um, the unknown for you. It's the unknown for me. And also knowing that there are a lot of crazy people out there. You and I have, have, a, have an alarm and car, cameras out in the street, not because of what happened now, but, but what's happened and the kind of attacks we've been under from stalkers and things before. Right. So the national stalker yeah, International very important, very important, them. but also often <laughs> people <laughs> will come and drop things off at our house all the time. Little packages, balloons, cards, knowing where we live, knowing without. where we live. Right. And even things that are, that are done with love. And that happens locally by Rubens and things too, which is super, super sweet. The thought of everybody knows where we live. Everybody knows where Leah goes to school. Everybody knows everybody here. So there's a feeling of safety is a, it's a huge thing. And I think if we don't have to cover three year olds faces, then why do it? So, when everything spiked, this was on Friday, like Friday afternoon or something, I think, when everything really went super intensely. And the story then was that these tourists had come in from the US and you get tested when you land in Aruba and then told, wait 24 hours, self-quarantine or isolate, you know, don't be out in public around other people until you get the test results. And for most people, they're negative because they have to test three days before flying as well. And then once they get the call, they're free to roam about the island, you know, adhering to all the guidelines and rules, of course. But that there are tourists that haven't done that, that we're super sure we have no symptoms, we feel so fine, we took a test three days ago, like there's no chance we have it, that went out partying and went out to the center of the nightclub life here in Aruba. And infected a bartender who was asymptomatic, didn't know that he was sick, spent several days working, partying in a super close quarters with a bunch of locals and not adhering to social distancing rules, which by the way, I don't know how you could possibly ever socially distance at a nightclub. Like that's insane. It's also part of the government that the, the nightclubs changed are changed that since then. Of they changed course. that now again. But the thought of thinking that locals are gonna be socially distant at nightclubs is, is bizarre. Like, it's not, it's not going to happen.
1: I have yeah. to put a dis- disclaimer in there. Yeah, you think it, so? Yeah, one disclaimer. Um, we don't know if it was someone from the US. No, no, but we that, we was do n- yeah, that was a story. That was a story, but we do know it. It must be a visitor because we had zero cases. Yeah, we it must had zero be-
0: local cases. We had two months of no local cases. If all this time we still had corona going out and about, we would have had an explosion much earlier. Yeah, And it's also, you know, not just the young people who are in that area, but these young people are going home to their parents and their grandparents and meeting immunocompromised people and the elderly. You know, we really had two months of this being a safe, safe, safe place compared to other places yeah. so we know of co- it's, and it's not coincidence we have no cases borders open five minutes after the borders open we had cases of course everybody knew this was going to happen and a lot of people were vocal about please don't open the borders it's not ready yet or if we're going to open the borders don't open to the u.s right now who are seeing the worst spike in cases and continues to get worse
1: and that's where it's sad because all of our income all not of all
0: our- not all what is it? Sixty-five percent or something comes I, from I comes think from it's the more, U.S. But yeah, well, yeah. I don't but I mean, there's also like, Holland is a huge, huge, huge center for but for visitors be, in Europe. Th- let's be yeah, honest. But, so if mm-hmm. I if I could like give my two cents would be instead of keep going from complete shutdown to complete opening to all the worst parts of the world, why not do that gradually and make sure we don't see a spike like this where we face another complete shutdown? We did do it gradually. Yeah, in two weeks is not enough time. <laughs> And then, not, no other place, no other island in the whole Caribbean, Central America, South America, even Canada has opened their borders to the U.S. Florida has 10,000 new cases a day. They are two hours from here. You know how many visitors we get from Florida It's bizarre. So for me, that was that was just I couldn't comprehend. It's like we know the economy has to has to move forward, like, and that's also for the sake of the children. This is people where we're putting, all confused, right? There's no the, correct answer yeah. or like a step to follow. Everyone's like trying their best. Even from
1: the 500 cases now, majority or all of them are asymptomatic.
0: No one. It, there's no, no one, one in the
1: hospital. No one in the hospital. And then that's insane uh, to me. For me, I start to question, like, what? Well, what uh, is this? Uh, then? Yeah. yeah right. We, like, are we? Are we really all like, gonna go?
0: The island is gonna sink. You know, 30,000 people without a job. People not able, you know, in, in a month. What? So we're getting support from Holland now, but that's not we forever. Don't if, yeah, we don't we know don't we for don't how know. long. You know, all of this because... And now we suddenly have 550 cases and no one's sick. What is this virus? Exactly. It's making and everybody question
1: is, everything. And this is where everybody is going crazy. Right. This is where the whole... Everyone is know. on
0: edge. Everyone doesn't understand what are these rules. You know, but for me personally, like this is why I'm explaining this. You know, on Friday, coming from this place of... Meeting us about the children, about the abuse on the island, having spent these past couple of months raising funds for the women's shelter here because they're in a super dire place. Really worried for my own kid, you know, and as a mom, as I know every other person is, worried for her safety. I'm, I'm less worried about her getting the virus as I am for her safety. And also, what does it mean when we start enforcing these kid these things on super young children, if, if they can do that, okay, now all three-year-olds have to wear masks. Okay, what's the next step from that? That's also what I fear is, is giving up this, this autonomy of keeping our children's safety as the number one thing, which I feel now is like out the window so that we can invite people from peak centers of infection to come here and party without waiting for their test results and get people sick. That was my frame of mind on that day. So anyway, and when I speak to the community, you know, I speak on this platform of of Instagram all day, seven days a week, and have done so since 2012, right? I I talk to the world all the time, all day. And if you follow me online, you know I say, sometimes I say stupid shit. I have intense... Points of view on a lot of things. Sometimes I talk about political things. You guys have heard me talk about politics, about abortion, about gun laws, about voting. I mean, there's. I generally don't shy away from having hard conversations, right? And you've heard me speak about child abuse for years, right? This is not something that's that's new. But so on this day, I you know. But
1: usually, that you don't do it in when you're.
0: No, I will. It's you're not doing that it when different. you're spiraling?
1: That day you were spiraling a little bit? because in no. fear.
0: fear. <laughs> because of the clip that was shared later, people think we're like, oh my God, this woman is like off her Having meds or something. Having a pretty a moment. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, five minutes after that, I was baking with Leia, like taking a breath, like hey, everything's fine. And the difference is, you know, I, I picked up my phone like, okay, come on, come on, people, like if you're going to travel. And so what I said was, which I deeply regret, and I need to like make that super, super, super clear. If I could take this back, I would take this back. If I could, you know, go back in time and rephrase it, I would completely rephrase it and change how I said it, right? Because it upset people a lot, not just because of the contents of what I shared, um, how, how, but it how, how, shared. I, how I shared it, because how I shared it doesn't reflect what I actually mean actually to be to be completely honest. So I started it off saying like, Oh, come on you guys, don't come to Aruba right now.
1: Such a sensitive subject. Such
0: a sensitive subject, right? And then I had I had several stories. I don't know, it was like ten story frames or something like that where I go into depth of like, okay, here's what's going on. We have so many cases. And then just finding out that people coming from abroad have gotten locals infected. And now we have this huge spread because people felt safe, but it was a false sense of safety. And, you know, like, let's be responsible when we travel during the pandemic. And if you can't be responsible, then travel locally. Like there are amazing places to visit around your local area. And I went into these things, right?
1: But so, you didn't see it the way you just said no, it no. So what
0: I meant, what I should have said is like, Travel responsibly, right? Really travel responsibly. Follow the guidelines. Listen to what the government of the country you're visiting is saying. And if you can't travel responsibly, like if you're coming from a place with 10,000 new infections every day, that makes it near impossible for you to travel responsibly, then don't travel, right? But it came off as, don't come to Aruba. You know, that's it. Beginning and end. Full stop. Period. The the
1: problem is you said that exact sentence followed by other sentences that like kind of explain what you meant with it. Yeah. But a local columnist took that one sentence, took like a, a four-minute rant, turned it into an 18-second video. Right, where you just... Where you literally said where, this word by word. Because this I remember, not mm-hmm. the intro of the show, but this I can remember.
0: <laughs> this is imprinted on your brain
1: forever. <laughs> You're like, don't come to Ruba. And then you go all ditzy, you wave your hair. Should I get bangs? And people got fucking yeah, crazy. Lost like, balls. lost their mind. And the thing
0: is... And, <laughs> and, <laughs>
1: and for someone... That only saw that because that has been shared, and I guess I even know, how though many times? a lot of times, apparently this this columnist is known to uh, stir the pot a lot, but she has a lot of credibility in the local community, apparently. And so yeah. <laughs> that's your that. view. Let's get back to that. <laughs> yeah. But this was shared, and all these Rubens saw a white blonde woman saying don't come to Ruba and that has don't know me that also. doesn't they don't know you that has all they know is like this white chick with 2 million followers are telling people, people never to come to come come. Ruba
0: when we need tourism when we need the economy to and work and
1: because it's been out of control it's spun out of control like all these all these people saw that it was like liked and shared and anger and reposted so all of them would think that it had some kind of value, or it had some kind of, uh, it had some Impact. kind of, it had some yeah. kind of credible to the story because they assume ev- it, they assume oh, it was credible story because everyone agrees that eight
0: hundred people commented on this, so it must be real, yeah. right? So
1: this must be the whole story. No one, none of those fuckers. No Sorry. one paused the
0: question <laughs> and even, you know, go to my account and watch the whole thing. Yeah. Even to the point of people who know us, people who, when they see us at the grocery friends. store, at the beach, friends, people who, that hug have our us, personal numbers. people who can call us anytime, who, you know, when they see me, hug me and kiss me and say, how is Lea Luna doing? Even to the point of those people, not even taking a breath to be like, Hey, let this me let me text Dennis or Rachel right now just to be like, what's actually we, we going on? We had a
1: couple of people, like a couple of uh, people saying like, hey, I fully disagree with you. Let's talk about this in
0: person. Yeah, a handful. I can't yeah. count them on one hand. And those Fucking are people awesome. Those are people in our closest, closest yeah. circle who know us, who also immediately can say, oh, they can see that kind of clip and go, oh, that's not the Rachel I know. No. Right. So most of the people here, you know, don't know me. They've never been to island yoga. They didn't know that, oh, there's a person that goes by yoga girl who lives in Aruba who's promoted this island for a decade. They're just like, who's this white bitch? trying to interfere with with me putting food with, on my plate. Yeah, with our bread. It became, yeah, yeah, it became it became like that, basically. So, and you know, and, and the thing about this is that I find also so, you know, I and if I was in my frame of mind, right, of, of just being fearful, worried about my child, worried about this island, right? We've had so many months of promoting Aruba, of worrying about Aruba, of talking about the community of Aruba. I have literal Instagram posts, Urging people, when it's safe to travel, put Aruba as number one on your destination list. Begging them, please promise us you'll visit, right? Every single day, posting pictures of beaches, of uh, the things we're doing around the island, with the location, with where we are, like constantly, constantly. We raised tons of money for organizations now without talking about it because I don't have to talk about all the good things that I do all the time. It's not for show. I joined the Happy to Give Back initiative with um, Sarakita and Geon, who are two amazing personalities on the island to raise money for Aruba. Like, nothing we have done, nothing that I have personally done since lockdown and prior to that has been anything but how can I support this island the best I can, right? And even, like why I'm sharing this now, even that statement, which was extremely insensitively phrased, worse, poorly timed. Like, the timing of that. Had I said that one week earlier, no one would have shrugged their shoulders. Had I said it even, you know, now there's a lot of people out there saying... People need to stop coming here because cases are insane. Yeah. The the, timing could not have been worse for me to to have a blunder and, 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 and share something in such an insensitive way. So for this, you know, and for everyone who's listening, I am so deeply, deeply, deeply sorry. For anyone I offended with that comment, I am so sorry. For anyone who felt like I disrespected them or I disrespected the island, I am so, so, so sorry. If I could go back in time and change it, then yeah, that moment, I wouldn't have picked up my phone at all. I would have gone about my day, vented with my husband the way I normally do, or taken a moment to rephrase that too. you know, travel responsibly, which is really, really, really what I mean. And for everyone to know that even that insensitive comment, it didn't come from a place of of, of wanting to be hateful to the island or wanting to do something bad or a bad intention. It was literally me wanting to protect the island, Right. So if cases go up 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 up, inevitably we will have another another shutdown. It will get worse and worse and worse. And we I was trying to avoid that. that. Yeah, we, we can't have that. We can't have that. Right? So there's a lot of factors to this, but you know, and and I think anyone who most people at least, you know, who who knows me knows that that I honestly think before this became a shit show, I was really sitting with that first like original post. I don't think a single American, Swedish person, Dutch person went, oh, I was planning to come to Aruba in two weeks from now. Wait, I'm going to go cancel my ticket. or I'm going to choose another place. It was literally just such an in-passing mention, you know, and everyone understood what I mean, what I meant, you know, outside of here, right? That it was just, oh, Yeah. There's not a lot of governments that are urging people to travel in the peak of the pandemic. Like there's a big conversation around that happening in a different way globally than it is in Aruba. And that's what I failed to see and failed to recognize. And of course, my privilege is also a huge part of this. If I was sitting here not worried about my child's safety and sense of how is she going to be safe in school? How will she breathe with this mask? How are we going to make sure that she's okay? Can I trust this new place? But in a sense of oh, we don't know how to feed our kid, right? Because we have no tourism, we've lost our job, the hotels have closed. Yeah, and that's
1: where the major difference is. Of
0: course, of course. So it's spoken from we, a place of privilege in terms of us. We're okay. Being for, financially okay, yeah. still being able to take care of our employees. You know, you know things like that. So there are a lot of a lot of things that I did terribly, terribly wrong this weekend. Like, and I and I will stand for that and hold that and apologize for that which I have and did and I'm happy to do again
1: (laughs) the funny but when I say funny I mean really sad part (laughs) is that like you made a like a national, I, I guess it's a national apology in my native language, Papiamento. Well,
0: before that, so what happened, let's do it like step by step. Okay. So what happened is normally when I share something controversial, which I do all the time, right? Yeah. And I'm not going to say on you're this prepared, podcast. You're prepared for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say on this podcast what exactly I am controversial about because maybe a lot of Arubens will hear this now and they don't agree, right? But things about, around um, gun law and around abortion and women's rights and things like that, that I talk about a lot. When I share something that I know, Ooh, this is a divisive issue. Then it's not that I won't go talk about that because I will share my opinion. I am entitled to have an opinion regardless of what it is about, but I'm, a, I have a little bit of awareness around, okay, I just shared something sensitive, which means you know I'm going to, next. It, not not just that. It means I'm going to be extra present on my channels. So I'm going to be looking in my DMS. I'm going to be reading all the comments very carefully in communication, in discussion, in conversation with the people who are taking in what I just shared online, which also means that I can gauge the vibration of that. Like, Ooh, wait, wait, did I share something now that wasn't sensitive? Wait, was this, is this very controversial to talk about? And then I can out, then I can weigh it. Okay. Is this important enough that I will continue to talk about it regardless of what people think? For instance, sexual abuse toward children it is a horrible conversation to have. No one wants to talk about, it. I talk about how prevalent it is in Sweden, in the U S it's a huge thing in Sweden as well, particularly in Aruba compared to the size of the Island for, for a variety of reasons. In those cases I can go, yeah, it's worth having this conversation even though people get upset because not having this conversation means children will have to suffer more. Right? So it's actually helpful. Then there are other conversations that maybe are about things that are a little bit lighter or, it's about, I don't know, some drama about another person or I don't know what the, an example of that could be where I can go, huh, this was a lot of controversy. like the, Like for instance, the mask thing with you and Leia. If that was on my account, I probably would have either shut the comment section down or posted a second post. It's still clarif- going on. That yeah.
1: <laughs> That's just 2 weeks
0: old. <laughs> I mean, but but I could have posted a second post clarifying, "Hey guys, here's what I actually meant." Like keep it tidy. Yeah. I would be moderating that comment section as well, so if someone is going into hateful, violent stuff, like to to make sure that they don't, you know, do anything inappropriate. And I also have the option to delete it, which I've done before. Oops, did something, whew, you know, I'm a human being. Fucked, fucked something up, said the wrong thing. Like Black Lives Matter when that happened, I shared a hashtag that wasn't Uh, put an appropriate post and can immediately go, Hey guys, I'm learning here, you know, and say, I didn't know that was inappropriate to share that hashtag on that post. I deleted it. I will do better from now on. And I don't have to sit with shame or humiliation. Oh, I cannot believe I did that. No one has to sit and feed me hate. It's just, I made a mistake. I can say it and move on, right? What happened with this (laughs) specific post is because I didn't catch in the moment that what I had said was so controversial. I genuinely and now I can see it, but I was speaking not with Aruba in mind, which was my biggest mistake of all, but with only my family in mind, with the global population in mind, with all the other, you know, places where we have a lot of community, where everyone I know literally every day is urging people don't travel, don't travel, don't travel, don't travel. So when I went to bed that night, I didn't have it in, I didn't have a single single thought to go, hmm, should I go check on my DMs? You know, because already then there was a lot of upset. A lot of people really, really, really upset. Can't believe you said that. Why would you phrase it this way? You could have fixed it by then. I could have fixed it, 100%. I could have gone, oh, shit. I could have deleted that or just added something to clarify immediately and gone, hey, 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 you guys, of course we need you to come to Aruba. All of Aruba depends on the world traveling here. We need the tourism. This is the most beautiful island in the world. Of course, come here. Just make sure you come when it's safe or just make sure you come in a responsible way. You know, And I could have fixed that, woken up the next day, we would have had a normal life. That did not happen, right? So what happened, I don't know if it was in the morning when I was still asleep or before yeah, I was... Yeah, I remember
1: waking up upset with you.
0: Yeah, you were <laughs> upset and you had some, like one or two people or a few people in your close-knit group going, hey, can't believe Rachel shared that. Yeah, And I went, what? It's just people shouldn't travel in the pandemic. Like, I'm just, I'm not saying never come. Like, I was like, what do you mean? That's not a huge
1: Yeah, and thing. I, went, I went to look at it. I talked with my group yeah. of friends, my triathlon buddies. <laughs> and i'm like well i just saw her whole post like because i of course go to your i'm I'm not that much on facebook and apparently you
0: never watch my stories and if you do you don't do it with sound
1: exactly (laughs) but what i'm saying (laughs) is that locally here everyone uses facebook i haven't used facebook in a while
0: we don't use facebook for anything no no.
1: so i went of course when they said something about it i went to your story i'm like i don't understand what's the problem like she says uh, to like Like during Corona, don't come. Like, I don't agree because we had a whole podcast about this last week. We don't have to go into details. But, uh, but it's. But you
0: knew what I meant. First,
1: someone that saw that whole story knew exactly what you meant, knew that you, even though they don't agree, knew that you were trying to protect. You were not trying to, like, boycott. To harm or hurt. And that's where it went. And then I'm like, well, I asked my friends, like, uh, am I not getting something here? Is this really? And they're like, well, she said the word, don't come to Ruba. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's bad. That's not so good. I didn't think much of it at all. but then Because you
0: didn't see the the clip that was shared on Facebook. Then
1: that one columnist took that one clip, only that clip, and says, don't come to Ruba, and posted that. And people lost People rightfully in the beginning lost their mind. There was a lot of like neutral comments like... Like who is she to say that? I can understand if she's talking about corona, but why not come to Ruba at all? Yeah, so th- which was is not what I said Exactly. At all. She was like, No, it was totally misleading. No, and what
0: we are what we know now, so this woman, Rona Coster, she has a blog called Bati Blecky and it's what it, Bati Blecky literally is like the gossip uh, to gossip. It's the gossip, it's the gossip of the island. I think it used to be a radio show or something. I
1: don't know. It, you're yeah it, <laughs> No,
0: no, but it was something something along those lines. But we know it's always kinda controversial, it's always very dramatic, it's always like it's not something I would never follow in a, in a million years and what we've heard from now is a lot of people reached out like yeah that woman ruined my life i have ruined no business, business. Ruined my business ruined like my life all these victims all these victims them. from her because she, she had a grudge with them and then posted something terrible that you know so of course it's like oh and i think that that is a community where there's already a lot of drama and it's a different age group than ours and people who don't know who we are what we do for the island yeah. you know i think it's easy to 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 pull a conclusion right away
1: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: I'm going to read. So for anyone who didn't read this, who, who doesn't understand, I'm going to read word for word what her what her post said. Okay, so her post has this 18-second clip, which is basically just me saying, don't come to Aruba. And then and I'm like doing something with my this? hair. And yeah, it's, 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 it's like the stupidest it's, clip ever. It's not
1: the best. It's, it's not your <laughs> best moment.
0: <laughs> not my best moment. Not my finest moment. So Rona Coster from Bati Bleki writes, Such callousness. The video by a so-called yogi. This shameless businesswoman is launching a new vegan food line right now in the U.S. Meanwhile, she tries to damage Aruba. This island was her canvas. Aruba made her Instagram what it was and separated her from all the other yoga dodos out there. And this is how she thanks the island. I hope her yoga studio is affected. Stay away from yoga girl. Let's give her some negative PR to go with the launch of her ridiculous pancakes. No amount of backpedaling will redeem the callousness you demonstrated. Your hair, real... Bangs, the island that made you who you are is suffering. Hashtag biting the hand that feeds you. And then the comments that come from this immediately they go from whole, oh my God, what a horrible person to fucking bitch, whore. Can't piece of shit. Let me show you what I think of you. Let me come to your house and let you know what's really on my mind. And it goes from it's just you know tick 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 hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments, and then it's shared by another person. This was the second person that I. That really was this this person. By this guy way, now deleted is, all his shit.
1: He tried to make it right, but this guy is a national treasure. He sings the anthem of Aruba <laughs> yeah. on YouTube with the most views. Yeah, he like, also made a song about me. No, now. that's another guy. Another he promoted guy? the song. I like the song. Okay, it's catchy. So
0: Edjan Semelier <laughs> feeling angry. Fucking shameful. We consider this to be an ambassador to our island. We consider this as a person that genuinely wants to help the people of Aruba. We hire this for campaigns to help Aruba. Side note, never hired to do a single campaign to help Aruba in my life. It was thanks to Aruba, that her people, that you've filled your coffers and became what you are today, Rachel. You don't punch or kick this country while it's on the floor bleeding. Go report and unfollow Yoga Girl on Instagram. I can
1: report this, actually. I didn't know this is slander.
0: Oh, good. Of course, it's
1: I, I need this. He deleted it, but yeah, anyway. but this
0: was one of his like six things. And this post was the one where where we had death threats, people urging to, to, to share our address, people urging to share our first and last name so they could find us, urging to share our phone numbers, people posting photos of Leia Luna in this comment section saying this is their three-year-old. People saying burn her place down with a bitch inside. She should drown. She should die. Stab her. Okay. Okay. Like, no. 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 This isn't. This is. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, tone yeah. down my voice. This is for me the, uh, the one of a hugely hugely important part of this. That this is. It. You know. If one thing is calling someone a, a bitch, a whore, a cunt. Right. One. one, one thing is saying. One hey, thing is I don't calling. Yeah.
1: One thing is calling out. Calling
0: out. Letting know. Hey, this is not helpful. Hey, do better. Right. Change this. Take it down. Uh, take it down. Fix it. You know, do better. Like yeah. you know, which I think the purpose of call out culture is. Yeah. Right. Is is not just to have someone's whole entire life for all eternity canceled, but to to have a society that it. grows and evolves where we where we fix what we did wrong. Right. And then for this to become you know not just a place of 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 of, of abuse and of of harm and of uh, calling horrible horrible names. And of course you know it's also my my appearance. A lot of people calling me. Fat and disgusting. A lot of people calling me bony, bony ass. I'm like, can I? Can you pick? Am I fat or am I bony? Like, it's very hard to be both at the same time. I was called Granny Yogi. Apparently, I look very old, wrinkly Yogi, piece of shit Yogi. Like, it, it goes really on and on and on and on. Got really out of control. And it's
1: it's it's very sorry. Am I cutting you off?
0: You're cutting me off constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so then, from this to memes being made to songs being made, that they, they started a someone started a GoFundMe. Me to raise money for me to get a plane ticket to, to go, go to, to Sweden. To go back um, to where you're from. They started a petition for the government to deport us, which us. I don't know how you could get deported, yeah? The family, uh, I don't I know like how you could get too. deported because you're a Ruben. There is a store <laughs> that puts signs in their storefront and on their social media pages, Yoga Girl, not welcome here, right? So it went from literally a fumble, right? A sentence phrased really poorly with bad timing, a genuine mistake, any human being, you know, can make a mistake and I I think it would be very interesting to see that the people who are not allowing mistakes of any kind if they are so perfect and never did any mishap in their life.
1: This is where I completely disagree with you. Meaning what? Meaning that, like, yes, it is a mistake or poorly uh, put, but you did not grab, uh, like, like, a, a, pretty obvious what you meant video and turn it into don't ever come to Aruba back no no and this is someone that twisted the word this is something that misleaded the whole island like I'm not that like upset with the people commenting like you bitch you can't," because they're just following the flock and you can see uh, the whole world is just trying to follow the flock mm. but these two credible influencers these two credible Arubans and
0: the third one Atan Lee Jr. also was the first uh, yeah. one no okay. there's three people from the beginning who, yeah. who started sharing but tagging but the
1: Atan Lee one he was in. For me, he wasn't the the worst one. It was like this two other person. One of them is not even a Reuben. I don't think he, she can even speak. She's the been here what
0: thirty five years and doesn't speak the language. Doesn't speak the all.
1: language at all. And the other one is like, I can understand your anger, but these people are adult. Like
0: no, and I can, and, it, and it's also, and it's something called social proof. It's like you see something, a lot of people are already on it, so it must be true, yeah. right? And, and it's also, I mean, okay, it doesn't show a huge amount of. Uh, discernment right i would like to be able to think that if i saw something shared widely uh, about someone that i know as an acquaintance that i know in passing that is a friend or a friend of a friend that i would have enough discernment in my body to go huh let me look into that right before i go telling them that person that i'm going to stab them in their fucking gut like if i was the kind of person who would speak like that but what's what's really uh scary is that almost no one did, right? So we have thousands of people. It's not a few hundred people. It's thousands of people jumping into this scary, 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 scary place of sending death threats, right? Sharing my daughter's picture in a thread filled with hate and harassment and threats. And this for me is like un. Unbelievable, unexcusable. It, I cannot, I cannot wrap my head around. And either. then I click on these people. Of course, now that that the like wave of the shock has died down, and I'm going back into these things to click on these people's names, right? Like Normal the person. People. Here's a person. She's a early 50s. The last five things she posted on Instagram was church, talking about Jesus, right? Telling them to to share our address so that they can come to our house and show us in person what they mean. And I'm like, who is this lady? She's a grandmother. She has children. I I cannot uh, I cannot for, for for the life of me wrap my head around how how these you know how this works how can you go from being a, a Jesus loving church going person or like another person was like a mom of four who is posting totally normal things and then yeah burn her place down with a bitch inside that's a murder <laughs> threat yeah it is now how do you go from that to that I cannot. Uh, But that's
1: that's one that's one part of it and that's like a stranger that don't know who who we are and and then the people who
0: instigated. No, so so this example of this first woman, this Rona Coster who who instigated the mob is like where do you draw the line between, hey, here's a behavior I don't like, right? To seeing that okay I now have a comment field feed with a thousand comments filled with threat and abuse to not put your foot down or moderate your own comment section or report people if I share something even if people are in my own viewpoint they're trying to defend me and they're doing that with threats with violence with calling people names I'm going to report those people I'm going to delete those comments from my feed I know as a person with a platform just like she has a platform how to moderate a comment section is not that hard or realize hey this turned dangerous, right? And I know what happened now. It's also a reflection of the mental health on the island. It's a reflection of the state of the island. The island is hurting. This wouldn't happen if the island wasn't hurting. It's not a, a genuine reflection of who Aruba truly is, right? But the person who needs to then be responsible in that moment and go, hey, this just became a dangerous situation for a young family with a three-year-old at home. I'm going to delete this post now, or I'm going to shut this comment section down. It's still up there. It's still alive and thriving. That This, to me, I cannot... Uh, and this is unforgivable not for me this 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 woman who who's, who feels okay allowing these kinds of threats and the worst part to the, for, for me to this i mean the worst part from her end is that later in the evening or the next morning she has the guts to write me a direct message on instagram i sweetheart really this is terrible what's happening to you social media is can be such a, a difficult place to navigate you know really wish that things will calm down for you take care of your family take care of your health and I wrote her back. If some, if my someone physically harms my daughter, that is on you. That is your responsibility. Like I, I, I don't understand how this woman sleeps at night. It's impossible for me to understand. So there are certain components to this. Is one is the responsibility we each have as human beings, instigating this, these things, or pushing drama forward, or adding gasoline to a fire. You know, we don't have to go there, even if we disagree. Right? Absolutely not. And in Aruba, we've had controversial things before. We've had politicians be called out as pedophiles. We've had families uh, kill, terrorize their own children. We've had terrible things happen. Of course, drama and people, you know, publicly cheating on their spouses, like terrible things that people do. Have you ever seen the community ever in your life uh, turn to this? No,
1: but I've never seen the community in this situation either, like in this Corona situation either. And I think that's where the biggest difference is people are usually much more content in their life people are usually set up better people are usually in a better place where they can support their family they know when their next paycheck is going to come they know what they're going to do and now we're in a time that we don't know if hmm. next season we're going to next month we're going to have a paycheck you know and and these are all people with valid fears that just they didn't know how to express it
0: they needed, I mean, it, it was, you told me that the first day, A, hey, if you if you want to feel better, at least now the whole island has a distraction. <laughs> it was kind of like, everyone is worried about feeding their kids. Everyone's worried about paying their bills. What's happening to the island? And now it's like, what? Yoga girl said in an 18 second clip, don't come to Aruba. Oh, ideals. Now we really have something yeah. big to focus on, you know.
1: I remember what I think I said also <laughs> was that I think there's one particular politician in, on the island, like incredibly under fire right now. And I think this is the first weekend she had off in a long time. She had a break. She's she like, oh, let me like, take a vacation. Like, Thank God. <laughs> let me go. Go, get a go, pedicure. fuck <laughs> over, yoga girl. I can sleep in today. <laughs>
0: No, but it's also, and and I've spoken to other people also who are really educated in this, you know, as a phenomenon because we know mob mentality is very real online also. Cancel culture is really real. There are all these terms for this stuff like doxing. I mean, this is all very specific and it's also very prevalent toward women. I think if I was a man, this would not be the same thing, 100%. It would not be the same attacks on body, on sex, on character. These kinds of things generally do not happen to men in the same regard as they do to women and especially the threat of safety. We don't see that with men in the same way. And for us, you know, for me, what, what became the extremely traumatic and, and I've been on social media for eight years. I have a big platform. I've had a big platform for a long time. I, I know how to navigate negativity. I know how to navigate negative comments. I've done it for a long time. I have no, no clue how to, how to deal with feeling unsafe in my own home. I've never had that experience in my entire life.
1: Are you still feeling that unsafeness? Do you you feel it's getting less or do you feel...
0: At home now, I feel fine. When you leave, no. No, I cannot be alone. But let's be honest, when I leave,
1: who who feels safe if I'm not in their (laughs) presence?
0: (laughs) Okay, very true. But no, I have not been able to be left alone for one moment since this happened. Of course not. And then the first night of all of this, with all of these rumors, and then people writing me personal messages, sharing with me our address, you know, I know where you are, okay, you know. And our house is set up in a way where, like, because we've had stalkers at the house before, we had uh, people, you know, walk into our kitchen before, completely deranged. Like, we've had weird things happen. We already have... The I national already, people. Yeah, I already have a trigger around uh, yeah. some of this unsafety at the house because of being a public person.
1: I remember that. I went on a... Where did I go? I went on a surf trip, I think, with my best friend. No, and you then did your teacher training. I was in my yoga teacher training. Mexico. And then all of a sudden, like, some, uh, some stalker fans were writing, like... <laughs> Um, I can see you in your glass house.
0: No, they were describing the shape of our house, describing what room of the house I was in, saying they could see me. This was before we had Leia. Uh, So uh, it was 2013, I think. Yeah. And then after that, we had a stalker come to the house. And then we've had a lot of moments of people just coming to the house, not with bad intentions. And of course, most of them are super happy and joyful. And also like every time Leia and I have a birthday, it's not your birthday so much, I'm sorry about that. But someone drops off like like a cake or balloons or something at the house, which is so sweet and the nicest intention. But the feeling that anyone can come to our house at any time is not a nice feeling for a person to have. So for me, this first night, You told me, you you fell asleep, but you can also sleep at any moment of any time.
1: You were glued to our security cameras.
0: I was glued to our, and we have security cameras. We have one by the front door, one in the street. And you said you fell asleep, but then every 45 minutes, you were woken up by the sound of... (laughs) <laughs> which was me gasping because I saw somebody outside or I thought I saw somebody outside or the or a camera, car passed, a or... car passed or uh, the, the notifications of our security system went off that someone is there.
1: And then we got security guard and then you yeah, slept and much I better. I
0: saw someone in front of the house and the floodlight goes on And then the person is gone. And then this is and this is a coincidence. I know now, but in the moment, you know, and I'm sitting there in complete panic, having all these threats, knowing everybody knows where we live. My three year old is sleeping in the house. My husband is asleep because he's cool as a cucumber at all times. And uh, someone is in front of the house. And then 15 minutes after that, the electricity went out of the house. And for me, you know, knowing now, like after you, you texted a few neighbors and then we found out it was the whole street. So it was a coincidence. It was not just our house, but I had like a 10 minute span sitting with cold sweat dripping down my back, just knowing, okay, there's someone people cut, out, there's people cut out, out cut of the house idea. and someone cut our electricity now. And, and I, and I was going through my mind, like, uh, we don't have a gun, obviously, we don't have a bat. We don't have taser. We don't have pepper spray. We don't have
1: weapons. You can just say... No, but I was going
0: in my mind through the things. What does a person need to defend themselves when there is a mob coming to kill you or coming to hurt you or coming to, to teach you your lesson, to punish you? All these things people were saying. And I realized I never in my life had to think I need to have something in my house to protect myself with. I need something to keep me safe or to cause another person harm so they don't harm me first.
1: Are you advocating for a gun now?
0: No, but a few people wrote me that. Hey, don't worry, Rachel, just tell Dennis to load his gun and you guys are going to be fine. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, mm, I'll just go. I'll just go tell him to, to get the gun then. <laughs> we don't have a fucking gun. Are you We,
1: we do him? have one <laughs> massage gun. I don't think they want to get massaged I mean, massage maybe, they, maybe into a people would want to get or massaged
0: <laughs> no and I, I actually thought when we were going to record this podcast I thought I was going to cry I thought I was going to be on the floor I thought I was going to be like almost not possible to talk about this because it has been so fucking traumatic it has been horrible and now I feel like hey okay I feel steady I feel if so, anything else I think I've transitioned through different stages now I'm more in a place of anger I think than anything else And I think, you know, before anyone goes, what do I have to be angry about? Obviously, I have a lot to be angry about. I can feel apologetic and sorry that I made a mistake and also feel completely upset and betrayed and angry and have a loss of trust for this whole um, country where I live now. And it's not going to last forever, I hope. But this is how I feel right now, is that not knowing if I'm safe to go in the street Uh, not knowing what it would be like to be at the grocery store go to the beach are people going to pull my hair are they going to spit in my face how on earth are we ever going to go back to some sort of normalcy here
1: i think we're working on that who is we are all are i think this is i think at some point this is going to get better i'm from this island like things seems to change um I know what you're saying though. Like I went to the supermarket yesterday. I didn't tell you yet, but I went to the supermarket yesterday to buy, a, what was it? I needed to buy a battery Batteries. for our heater uh, to start the heater. And uh, and I walked in and like everybody just stopped. There was like four people in there. They just stopped. They looked at me and like eyes went wide open. Kind of like, you know, when Ringo comes into one of your like yoga classes and everybody goes like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, but then then but they get very excited because Ringo's there. Was yeah, that, was that the reception you got?
1: There were. It wasn't negative. I think it was like a shock. They didn't expect yeah, to see. Yeah, you're a me. celebrity now. Well, I wouldn't say a celebrity. I'm the second <laughs> inf- most. I'm the second most hated. Second person. <laughs> most
0: hated person on the island. You're infamous. I guess that's the word.
1: But anyway, I I went in. Mm-hmm. People like, oh, no no bad thing. Everybody was friendly after that. But it was like a shock. And I think that's gonna happen a couple of times, and then it will go away. And it sucks that it has to be like this. Um, And uh, yeah.
0: No, but I mean now, so we had a guard outside in the night that helped a lot. It It really helped me Help me sleep. I had a, a lot of people sh- saying, you know, y- you didn't get only negative things. Because, of course, now that after we shared, the only thing actually, and this is important that I point out, because I had a few people upset that I shared some of the threats we were receiving or not even the bo- worst threats. I shared just...
1: That was really bad for Aruba. No,
0: you know, I shared some and this was in the wave of it all, like in the full, uh, like I we had 48 hours of shock. It was like a yeah. super traumatic thing where I just started screenshotting and I just boom, 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 put some things out there. That's the only thing that stopped it.
1: It stopped it, yeah. Yeah, I but put the I, things out
0: and then I think for some people who were like very gossipy and fuck her. So I share those things, um, a few of those threats and some of that abuse online and I think a few people thought, okay, just calling her a bitch or this is stupid or sharing this post, what's the harm in that? She she deserves it. And then realizing that, oh, actually that's me fueling the fire, making an actual impact in a, in a family's life, in an innocent child. I think that changed some things. And then suddenly we saw people like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. okay, okay. Yeah. Some of the people who wrote the worst things all of a sudden went it like... Immediately delete. Deleted. And then, yeah, everybody, he- hello. Um, if only people could unite for a good cause on behalf of the island, the way people just united to destroy a person completely. You know, like imagine if Aruba could rally for the safety of the children to change some of the legislation on this island Half to... A day half a day boom man no pedophile will ever walk this island ever again so it's 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 in a way it's like interesting to know that Aruba can unite for a common cause it's just very unfortunate that the common cause is to 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 ruin my life <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the fact that I can laugh about now has a uh, has some sort of some sort of meaning
1: yeah I think you're uh, I think there's some this healing. is it I'm done I'm,
0: I'm healed yeah. You're you're completely healed. It's because I'm on. Uh, you saw the light. I saw the light.
1: What what chakra is good now for you? <laughs> Which one of your chakras? Not,
0: that's not how that. That's not how that oh, works. No? no. Oh okay.
1: Which crystal? No,
0: I would say my root chakra has seen like a huge <laughs> disruption. That that's the thing. So so the the place that has been you know I've been here for ten years. I have residency here for. You speak the language. So we didn't we didn't get long. back to that. We didn't get back to that. So my apology that I issued. The first thing I said was I just went in English and I explained, hey, guys, for anyone who misinterpreted this or saw that short clip, like, here's what I meant, you know? And I should have said, be responsible when traveling. But then people just got even more upset that I shared that. It was kind of like after this happened, no matter what I said, it made it worse.
1: And then I thought, okay, you're going to talk in Papiamento, which is my native language, which is like, I can count a shitload of people that I know personally here, living here their whole life that doesn't speak Papiamento, that doesn't speak the local language. And then you're there apologizing to Aruba in Papiamento, showing that you're immersed, that you know how to speak the language. Showing that this
0: is my island, this this is is my community, this is my home. home.
1: And then it's like, you fucking bitch, why don't you say it in English?
0: (laughs) If I would have said it in English, they would have said, this fucking tourist, if you're going to speak to us, at least speak the language. Okay, I speak the language, then I'm a fucking bitch, why don't you do it in English? It's like, okay, there's no no way around it. And I honestly thought... It uh, was all
1: so unfortunate.
0: (laughs) And I even had a friend, like one of my best friends on the island, was like, Rachel... I had no idea you were so fluid in papiamento and I, and then I said I was like yeah you know but I, I don't speak it so often because because I speak a lot and I speak fast and I don't like to think before I speak you know <laughs> and she goes well maybe that's your problem <laughs> maybe if you lived your life in papiamento this would never have happened <laughs> that's
1: true You wouldn't have that
0: No but I, and I really felt like okay after that apology was like okay Now, I have apologized and, you know, I deleted that original thing already much before, not to hide it, but to make sure that, you know, that more non-Arubans didn't see it, you know, because that was the worry that I'm harming the island, that I'm keeping important tourists from coming here. So just making sure that more tourists weren't going to see it. And it wasn't even, you know, it wasn't even up there for a very long time. Not that many people saw it. I didn't get engagement around it even.
1: A lot of people saw it in Aruba. In
0: Aruba, (laughs) yes. But like worldwide or in the US, I didn't get any engagement on that thing because people didn't catch it as a thing, you know, at all. But then now it became a thing. And I think you know sharing that that we received these threats and things like that was super unfortunate. It was the only thing that I could do to it, stop this and to keep us safe. So I'm I don't regret I, doing I that. I
1: fully agree with you and your decision, Darren. But it was the uh, that was what hurt the island. Yeah. People from abroad seeing angry people, angry out of context. It's not a good look. It's it's not a good look. And these are people that are normally, I would say. I don't think so.
0: The people who threatened our lives and who put our children on there, those are not the general, they do not represent the general population, for sure. But I also have a hard time believing they are normally nice people. People who can stoop that low have something wrong with them, for sure. But that's a handful You know, of of people say we had, what, 15 threats or 20 threats or something like that. From 100,000 people. From 100,000 people. And then we had, what, 3,000, fuck you, you whore, go back to your country. So, like, that's, that's a big percentage. The actual threats were enough to definitely make us feel unsafe, 100%. A very real, very, you know, we had so many people writing the studio on the studio channels that they were on the way there to vandalize the studio that one of our employees, bless her heart, she didn't tell us because I would have told her, absolutely not, this is not safe, went there in the middle of the night to make sure that the studio was standing. She thought she was going to go there and it was going to be in flames, right? And I was like, how, did you bring someone? Did you like, <laughs> what do you think? She's like, I don't know. I just had to make sure the studio was okay, you know? So, I mean, it's just absurd. absurd. And then after that apology, I decided, okay, that the these things are up there now. I'm leaving social media. I need to like have you, a moment. You to... deleted
1: all the, the negative uh, I left
0: them there enough for people to stop, right? Until oh, yeah, I felt like, okay, hours, yeah. yeah. No, half a day probably. Okay. And then people were upset. Well, why aren't you sharing positives? I said, I'm not receiving any positives from anybody. I, what are you talking I, about? I did that too. They Should were... I share the positives I'm receiving from non-Arubans? No, that's not helpful in yeah, any way. that's true. Mm-mm. But
1: I had that too. I also shared like on my um, platform like two like one of them was like a a little bit of a threat I guess. But it just made the island look bad. And yeah. I, and that's Aruba not my tourist
0: in. channel. That was a big one. That was, I think anything that leaked into the, like we had some things that were spreading in the yoga girl community group on Facebook where people jumped into our defense, like, Hey, how can you call yourself an Aruba tourism channel? Whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It's not to be the clear. That's authority not the, is something else. That's yeah.
1: not the Aruba tourism authority. It's a completely different uh, thing, but they're big yeah. enough. They have like 17,000, 20,000 followers yeah and then they said anytime anyone
0: who defended us or who said like hey this is not okay uh, all those comments were deleted and those people were blocked and then eventually i think because they got so many you know not like potential tourists people who are like hey i only ever visited aruba because i found out about aruba through yoga girls channels or i've always wanted to go to aruba because i see aruba in Yoga girls channels now i don't want to go and then they deleted what they wrote, and they started sharing in direct message privately to each person that they apologize, and this is not appropriate, and they are on our uh, on Rachel's side. And I'm like, well, why don't you post that publicly then? Yeah. No one, or can you count anybody who My mom. your your mom and your sister, bless their hearts, are the only ones. And then there was I have a, very few friends that we have who there are was like a, a super a few
1: people. Yeah, there was a few people, even people that I. My, my ex-girlfriend's mom for instance no, it's,
0: it's no but I mean to, to actually go and publicly say like stop this yeah. is not okay you know even some of our closest friends and I told them don't, don't jump in here because they will take you down we had one or two friends who right away early in the morning went, hey, 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 this is not okay. And then all of a sudden they felt that's threatened yeah. and their businesses were threatened. And it was like, they are getting pulled down now in this whole thing. So, I said, dude, this, this is not worth this affecting anybody else's lives. Like it, it's okay. You know, all those things are gone from, from Instagram. I deleted anything that's ever remotely, you know, um, reflective poorly on Aruba What I think is really, you know, in a sense, uh, interesting is we've somehow managed to be here for 10 years. Like I've lived here for 10 years. This has begun the 11th year already. I've been here for such a long time. Um, Since I've had Instagram, since I've had Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube, every channel that we've ever been present on every day of my life, I've promoted this island. There's not a day where it's not, this is the most beautiful place in the world. Come visit. We do, what, 20 at the studio, counting other people visiting, 20, 25 groups every year not just where people find out that the island exists because they know our channels online, but where we bring them here. Directly bring them here. It's like 1,100 people a year that directly come to sit in circle with me at the studio. And then, you know, we, we use the local hotels, we buy food, we go to local restaurants, we have lists, long lists of recommendations where here are the activities that we recommend. Go here to get your massage, go here to get your pedicure, go here for this amazing food, go here to go sailing, you know. And I know already just with the groups that we have in person that sit with us in person have a huge impact, huge footprint on the economy of this island constantly. And then, of course, is the, the thousands of people that find out about Aruba just because they are part of the Yoga Girl community or a country like Sweden, you know, that has, a, has seen a huge direct, of course, upswing in tourism there because that's where we promote the Aruba the most. We work with the Tourism Authority of Aruba in Sweden, direct office so much, and I want to make a, a hugely important point to share that not one time has, have I been contracted by Aruba Tourism Authority or anyone from the government. Have they paid us to promote Aruba? Have we done a single campaign collaboration of any kind? No one is making me um, yeah, do this in a, any there's way. some
1: kind of belief, local belief that yeah, you of are. Course. Because yeah. it looks like it,
0: but yeah. So we have never been paid. We've never had an incentive to do this. There's no uh, that that belief is like very important for me to make clear that there has never been a, a a payment exchange between Aruba and me. Also, we have never had any favors. We've never had helps with a with taxes, with a permit, like nothing in that sense. And then in terms of us personally, we have seven businesses in four countries where we bring all the money we make from abroad to Aruba. And we have options there. I'm still a Swedish citizen. We have companies in the U.S. If I write a book sitting in Sweden, I go to the U.S. and I teach in 25 cities on tour. We take that money made for the book, for classes, for events. We bring it to Aruba and we pay all our taxes here by choice, right? We do that in every single endeavor. It's not a haven here, by the way. Not a tax Aruba haven. Aruba is not British Virgin <laughs> Islands or anything remotely like it. There's one country in the world that has a higher uh, income tax than Sweden, and that country is Aruba. So it's not, you know, if, if we would listen to our tax advisors, this is the worst place for us to live. But we love it here. This is your country. This is, Leia we, is Aruban.
1: We were a little unlucky there. You married yeah. an Aruban. I married a <laughs> I Swedish. Know, could have been. You could have gotten a Cayman man. Could have been
0: smarter. <laughs> But I mean, this this whole belief that like I'm biting the hand that feeds me, you know, it's it's very different than what it looks like. And in terms of, in terms of our money's being made, it's not from the island. Nothing is taken here; it's brought here to to help and support. And I mean, we have uh, both you and I. We don't use Azeve. We don't have any social support. No, it's, it's 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 really important that there's no part of this where Aruba is giving to us and we are taking and not giving back. It doesn't exist. We don't live that I way. I
1: understand that.
0: Yeah and then i think you know i would maybe this the only thing i can think of that what if there's something positive that comes out of this is maybe the work we do with the two foundations on the island either the animal rescue that's been you know we've saved over two thousand animals in aruba over the past few years we do hugely good things for the for the animal population and then in the july
1: animal alone there was a hundred dogs, dogs. Or over a hundred dogs that yeah, was in the
0: quar in the isolation. It's in crazy. isolation,
1: brought to their forever homes. To
0: their forever homes, you know. And the Yoga Girl Foundation that has spent two and a half years doing this work for the children of the island. So the only thing that I was sitting with this yesterday is there a plus or is there something good that could come out of this? Maybe the foundational work or maybe the the issue for the children. Maybe that will get some attention now. Like that's one thing. And then I was really sitting with it, like okay, the same feeling of. Of any of this work, like if one child gets gets help that should be getting help, then it's, it's worth everything, right? Any um, any amount of abuse, any amount of... Uh, nothing is worth the the, the feeling of, of, of not, not being, being safe. Not being able to
1: sleep, I don't know about no, that. But, but, but like, if you get to help one kid, I yeah, agree. It's, like it's, it's, a, it's,
0: a, it's a change of somebody's life. And I mean, and that's 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 just who we are. And the thing is, uh, it also made me think. Maybe we should be talking more to Aruba about what we do in Aruba, because we don't. No one is advertising here. Look, here's the money donated. Here's the support given. Here's how many people. Here's the footprint for the economy. Here's no, never, because that's not why we do what we do. We're just here. This is our this is our lives, and we love Aruba. That's why we live here. It's why we promote it here. It's why we bring people here. It's why we open the studio here. That's why we. You know, why we're sitting here having this conversation now and why we're not in Costa Rica or something. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So, What do you think is going to be the, I mean, you and I are speaking about this a lot, but the the Swedish uh, national television were uh, asking to interview me today. Um, What's your future in Aruba?
1: (laughs) It's hard to ask that question (laughs) when you're, when this, this just happened. By the time this podcast gets out on Friday, your answer probably will be different from your answer right now. Mm. That's something I can tell you.
0: What, but in a better or worse? I way? don't know. It will be it <laughs> for sure. <laughs> will be different. Yeah. So, what would be your like? What's your? Uh, do you have a dream outcome? Do you have something you would like wish to happen now, or something that you long for?
1: I wish uh, it can come to a place where. Uh, um, you feel safe here that you can walk around and uh, you feel like uh, you're li- like you're liked because that's what But anyone, it's not true but that's what everybody how am wants I gonna,
0: yeah but how am I ever going to feel that way I'm literally you're, the you're most asking hated what person I ever. what is my dream case in yeah but then, well, then I want to like try to apply that in real life like how would I How would I get there? You know, it's like, you know that feeling. Like if I know if we're going to a party or we're going somewhere and there's one person there that doesn't like me, then I'm very uncomfortable. You know, it's like I don't do well with, for for a person that doesn't do well with like someone not liking them, I am definitely in a life lesson of uh, (laughs) of all time. This
1: is going to be something very new for you. And I don't think running is the answer. If you ask me.
0: I think we can like spin a globe and then you just put your finger there and then you see like where you end up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't you don't agree with that?
1: I think time heals everything and I think a lot of people already are seeing the how far this has gone. This was no one's intention to go this far. Maybe maybe a handful of people with really bad intention had this intention, but for the rest, the majority of the thousand didn't mean this at all. And this is what it comes down to. And You might feel a little ashamed to be seen in public because of that, but I think at the same time the people that have threatened you and if they see you, they will see they will feel that shame a lot more. You think so? I I know sir. I know so. I have said stupid things to people before and immediately regretted it.
0: Bible pays back.
1: (laughs) That's a that's something that's something very triggering triggering for me that everybody like a lot of people said you go home by Wopa East back.
0: Go to your go back to your country. Go back to your country. Yeah. I now think there's no such thing, let's make a point because we've had a lot of conversations about this with professionals and educators. There's no such thing as reverse racism. No one can be racist toward a white person. But there is a prevalent thing here between all you know, we have eighty three nationalities in Aruba, between all different nationalities that if someone has done something wrong, go back to your country. Also between toward Venezuelans, you, toward uh you see that Dominicans. A lot. Yeah, all the well, time. I mean, not not, not only here. Yeah, and here, it's not for it, me because someone said that I'm a white person. There, it's not it's not racism, but it's definitely a a, a shitty shitty thing to 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 to, to, to yeah. say to another person, especially someone who lives here and, and calls this place their home. People will say that to people who were born here, just yeah. because they have Hispanic parents or something like that. But, anyway. but so your I like your. Um, you, you were like, Bible is back. That's like a...
1: I want that shirt.
0: I want uh, that shirt. I want to walk out in public with that shirt. Like, go back to your country. And I'm like, well, for someone who doesn't know the context of this, it's going to look very racist because you'd be a white person wearing a shirt that says, go back to your country. He's like, yeah, but for the people who know I'm talking about my own wife, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's take a beat with that, I think. I think. No, but I think, I guess, in, in some, sort of, some sort of closing, like... I was thinking today okay if I were to like this is also something really really beautiful like okay I, I was contemplating Aruba like what why do we live here we've been here for 10 years no but it's really a,
1: a, a, you want me to answer that or you're just you
0: can answer what I, I want to know what you're gonna say yeah
1: because I'm from here <laughs> <laughs> this yes. is my fucking home yes. this is where your daughter is born this is where my grandma was born this is where my great-grandma was born this is where their parents are born I don't know if it keeps going there because at some point someone came from outside.
0: You have Kakitio blood, supposedly. Uh, yeah, way well, back. Aruac, yeah. Or like
1: yeah. I think Kakitio is a part of Arawak, right?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I have Indigenous blood somewhere. Somewhere and
0: if, way, 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 way back. You still, the, you still look line, like the whitest man born alive. St- you know? <laughs> I still
1: look like the white adopted kid in my family when we have family gatherings. Yeah, but it's direct line. It's not like my cousin. It's like direct.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, and it's 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 a. Of course, we live here because you live here. But you know, I'm Swedish. We don't live in Sweden. When we met, I lived in Costa Rica. We don't live in Costa Rica. Like we chose, we chose to live here because Aruba is a beautiful place to be. Aruba is generally, and this has been my experience uh, for every year I've been here, aside from this weekend. This weekend <laughs> aside, Aruba is a really safe place to be. You it has know. it's charm. Not just this charm. Aruba is a safe place to be. We have great drinking water. We have a. Decent education system, you have health universal healthcare here. The beaches are the best in the world. You know, there's and, and, and I was really thinking about that. Like we chose to be here. Okay. And in terms of the community, I always felt really welcome. I always felt like there's something very kind about Arubens. There's something very inviting about Arubens. You know, you can sit down and talk to anyone from here and they're excited that you're here. You know, they love tourists, they love people visiting. The, 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 the slogan of the island, one happy island, this weekend aside, is true as far as I, right, as far as I, as far as I know it in my, in my own experience, you know, but I, but for me to sit with that, it's like, okay, if maybe this is the end of our time in Aruba, is this the universe telling us to go live somewhere else? Maybe it's, it's, I have to believe that there's some other bigger piece. Maybe it's time to move on, you know, is this the community showing its real colors that, Hey, I thought I had a lot of love here, but I don't. Okay. That's a, if that's true, it's important for me to know. So we can, you know, not live in some sort of veil that isn't real. Like this is the year of all things that have been hiding under surface, coming to light.
1: There's an iguana. There's an iguana pressing a, his nose up.
0: No, because so that could be the case. Like, and this was one big piece, like, Maybe it's time. Maybe it's not what we thought we had here. It's not real. Okay, I can accept that. If that's what it is, I can accept that and also decide to transition. We have all the options in the world. We don't... The work we do is not something we do in Aruba. It can be done anywhere in the world. Yeah, we can
1: work anywhere in the world. But it could also be...
0: It could also be that, okay, maybe we have had something muddied or something unclear or something going on um, in Aruba that we haven't been aware of. That there is something that I should be doing that, that should be more supportive toward the island or more present on the island in a way that we that we haven't done before maybe this is the catalyst that that makes me more a in the end of the day like i don't maybe. know i feel like it could go uh, either way it could go both ways I,
1: I, something i do know for sure is that your wound is very much fresh
0: yeah dude yeah and
1: uh, that we i don't think now is the time to make no. any decisions. today was
0: the first day i still woke up crying i've woken up crying every day today was the first day where i felt like okay i can go for a run i can move my body i can be here but my my friend was asking like how what does it feel like i've never i never could imagine this happening could never imagine what it's like to be in this kind of storm and i said i feel like i'm mourning i feel like i'm grieving i feel like somebody died except so the person who died isn't just a person is, is is the whole island i feel like the island died i lost the island i lost my home i don't know what my home is and saying that yeah makes me super uh, makes, makes me super sad because it's also part of like you know where you put your feet every day like yeah and it's part of my identity too like being here loving to be here my daughter being from here you're being from here and now i don't know if this is our place
1: i always to be honest i always wanted to live somewhere else for a year or two but i always seen myself like coming back here always being back home mm. so it could be the thing that we do for a year i think it's not the smartest thing to do right now <laughs> but uh not only because of this but because of the corona <laughs> no
0: of course
1: but uh yeah i <sighs> uh, i always wanted to i first people that don't know me i i've never lived anywhere Except for Aruba. You're
0: an island boy.
1: I uh I literally lived here thirty-five years. I'm not thirty five yet, thirty-four years.
0: <laughs> look at look how Shit. fast that rolled off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in my early thirties. I lived here for thirty-four years, my whole life. And I always wanted to live in a city or live somewhere else just to see how it is.
0: Yeah. And but maybe I, this is it.
1: But this is my this is my home. This is where I need to come back to though.
0: Yeah. This is so like you know. a year of detoxing something for sure yeah i want to take a moment to just anyone listening if you made it all the way to the end of this podcast this is probably the longest podcast we ever recorded but um anyone listening who has you know shown our family love and support both from afar and also the people present on the island who especially are our close like like now we know who our friends are you know it's like very uh Uh, In a good way, I think. And the people who stood up for us. The people who stood up for us, the people who spent hours in comment sections defending us and reporting people. And, you know, no, I want to, I feel almost like I can't shout anybody out by name because maybe that will pull them down (laughs) to something else. But you guys know who you are and, and I love you so much. And if it wasn't for you, yeah, I would not be sitting here talking calmly about this today for sure. So that that feeling that, you know, we have a core core group of people who are our ride or dies who I love so much. And for everyone here, because of course not every Aruban sat here doing this. You know, there's so many people who didn't agree, so many people who were quietly in their homes, moving on going about their day that didn't even, you know, no. know that this is happening. That uh, this was the biggest thing ever in our lives because it was everything. But for a lot of people, you know, everyone is is trying to make the best they can out of a bad situation Um, everyone wants what's best for this island everyone wants to feed their kids everyone wants tourism to come back and for this virus to go away like those are the two things that we all want so I'm hoping that we can
1: I'm hoping that we can move forward I hope that we can grow from this not we but I mean we as a country Uh, we as a community that we Mm -hmm. can uh, like this all happens in the worst worst peak of the the the, the the pandemic for aruba we just it went so fast so many days and no one knew who to blame no one knew what to do
0: well now we know who to blame it was yeah. all my fault
1: <laughs> big other companies <laughs> starting like telling uh st- starting canceling flights uh organizations uh, health organizations saying that aruba is a high risk don't go there like all like all of these things happen at the same time mm. and it's so unfortunate and uh I really hope that we can all uh, move forward from this and mm. like kick this virus to the curb and uh, o- like be open get all of our uh, visitors coming back showing mm. them our beaches aruba has been the cleanest it's ever been because of because we took a break from all the visitors now the beaches are super white super turtles are back turtles are like back it's like the people who come like i, I now or the the nearest in the future will see the cleanest the islands have been since the last 20 years mm. it yeah. uh it reminds like uh family members of mine that uh how it used to be back in the day when we didn't have hotels and it just used to be like a, a plain beach like you when know? your
0: mom met your dad on yeah. the beach in the 80s you know you know the so it's kind of it's kind of beaches. yeah yeah
1: i hope yeah. we can share that back soon with our your national visitors
0: i hope so too so normally at the um At the end of a a podcast.
1: A five-hour podcast.
0: (laughs) Normally at the end of a podcast when I've had a guest on, I uh, say thank you so much. And then I ask that guest, uh, how can we all and everyone listening be of service to you right now?
1: Oh, yeah. You asked me that last week, too.
0: (laughs) You didn't like it. Yeah. You were like, what What does it mean?
1: I'm as confused now. (laughs) It's brought up so many feelings. (laughs) How to be at service for me. Like, to, for to be honest, I no, would...
0: I was meaning for you to ask me because oh, you're I'm the, the host. host.
1: Oh, I forget. Okay, what was what was I supposed to say again? <laughs> this need, is going to be like an intro all over you, again. Do you
0: need the teleprompter again? Maybe. Do you?
1: So what was it? So normally after my show, I always ask my guests, how can the people be of service to you?
0: Mm, nailed it.
1: Did I remember that correctly? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I've said it so many times.
0: He said it so many times every interview. So for anyone listening who feels touched or moved by the the topic of child abuse and everything happening here, so not only in Aruba but across the world of course. You can donate to Yoga Girl Foundation. We support projects here in Aruba and also in Sweden. Um, you can go to yogagirlfoundation.com for ways to donate or look up any local organization in your own area. If you want to support an organization that does work where you live, because this is a global issue, not one that is unique to where we live. And in addition to that, you know, anyone listening who feels like they want to be of <laughs> of support to us. If you want to go on Google or TripAdvisor or Facebook and uh, help Island Yoga out with some reviews, we had a lot of one-star, really, really bad reviews as a result to to the hate and the harassment we received over this this weekend. So if you want to go and give Island Yoga a five-star review of any kind, that would be uh, that would be super, super helpful. I mean, of course. Um, and then of course when you're ready to travel again whenever that is whenever you feel it's safe when you can travel responsibly put Aruba at the top of your list and um, we hope to see you so you want to close yeah okay what do you what do you think I say when I close what do I normally say we just did this I know
1: <laughs> so I you think you thank your guests I can't think and talk at the same time
0: <laughs> apparently neither can I. <laughs> So you normally know, you thank your guest, and then do I
1: say uh, your name full? No, oh. you don't do that. You
0: oh. Just say thank you so much for coming, and then uh, to everybody listening, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your support, and uh, Yoga Girl Podcast will be back next week.
1: I Forgot already. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would like to thank my guests for joining me this week on the show. And uh, thank you for everyone else for listening and supporting us. Wait, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was really
1: good. I, I need to do that Normally,
0: again. you thank the guest in person. You're like, "Thank you so much for joining me on the show."
1: Thank you so much for joining me this week on the show. And for everyone listening, thank you for all the support. Yoga Girl Podcast will be back next week.
0: <laughs> that's sounds That's so natural. <laughs> thank you, Dushi, for hosting the show today. I appreciate it. You're I welcome. Love you. Okay. Thank you guys. Yoga Girl Podcast will be back next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and thanks again to my guest host this week and my rock, Dennis Schoeneveld. If you enjoy this show, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. You can find all of them on yogagirl.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you normally get your shows. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work, and of course, thanks to my sponsors. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.